0: Angry parents made their voices heard at a rally held in front of New Taipei City Hall as the fallout of a drugging incident at a preschool in the city continues to spread. The rally was organized by a Children's Rights Foundation and legislator Claire Wong, who said all the major political parties were invited to the event so that elected representatives could hear the voices of the parents.
1: Ho you used to be a police officer. Don't you know the importance of timely testing of poison? Do you know how difficult it is for us to provide evidence? It is definitely not a coincidence that there are so many affected parents in the same school, but it is very difficult for us to provide evidence. You've gone too far. Hurting children will not be tolerated. <laughs> We hope that the drug feeding incident in New Taipei City can further reveal that, in fact, child abuse incidents are continuing to occur throughout Taiwan. No matter which political party it is, including the TPP, the KMT, and the DPP, we have sent invitations. I hope they can hear the voices of all the parents. On behalf of Chairman Lai today, I hope that I can stand with all of you. Lai, who is a warm-hearted doctor, will continue to care about every child and our child care environment.
0: Parents who came to the event line up to receive paper pinwheels to show their determination to ensure that their kids would have a safe childhood. Parents also wrote small notes of blessing asking for the truth to be revealed. New Taipei City Councilors from both the DPP and TPP sent representatives to attend the event, but conspicuously absent were any representatives from the KMT, to which Mayor Ho belongs. With presidential campaigns now in full swing, the three major candidates are busy vying for voter support. Crisis management has become the determining factor for support, with new Taipei Mayor Hoyo Yo-yi dealing with the scandal at a preschool, and DPP Chairman Lai ching tackling sexual harassment allegations within his party. The latest polls indicate that the public is satisfied with Lai's handling of things, but not satisfied with that of Ho. Now, a new development... Some KMT officials have indicated they may throw their support behind the third major candidate, Ke Wenzhe,
1: rather than supporting Ho. With cases of sexual harassment in the DPP mounting, Party Chair Lai Qingda recently held three classes on gender equality. Meanwhile, the party has been investigating harassment complaints and implementing reforms. While some believed the complaints would harm Lai's presidential bid, his numbers in the polls have actually been rising. According to a recent poll by Rong Taichuang, Lai's popularity initially took a dive when news of harassment claims first broke. However, as the issue has been seen as properly dealt with, Lai shot back up to first place in the polls. Meanwhile, new Taipei mayor Hou has been dealing with his own crisis involving a kindergarten that was alleged to have given a barbiturate to children. Despite initially being a media darling, Ho's popularity has dropped following the incident. Facing issues related
0: to gender equality, the DPP has always hoped that our members would have the courage to admit mistakes and make corrections. We hope that the public will give us another chance. As for the numbers in the polls, they are just for reference. I hope that people can understand Lai's strengths, his ability to govern and his character. Regarding the polls, I will respect their
1: findings and use them as reference. One analyst says that if Ho's poll numbers don't go up in July or August, it could mean that KMT supporters will throw their support behind another presidential contender, Taiwan People's Party Chair Ko Wen-je.
0: Uh, so the media, the 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 with Hoyo Youyi falling in the polls and his city government making mistakes, the biggest beneficiary is, of course, Ke Zhe. Lots of elected representatives have now revealed that they are not ruling out cooperating with Ko, who is the weakest of the three major candidates. Such
1: an outcome is what the KMT fears the most. Now stuck in third place among the three major candidates, Ho is also losing the support of some KMT representatives. To get ahead, Ho will now need to deal with the kindergarten case in a manner satisfactory to the parents involved, with no space for mistakes.
0: Meanwhile, Vice President and DPP Chair Lai ching attended the inauguration of an office in Taipei for his presidential campaign. Lai was joined at the event by other party members, all wearing Lai's new campaign jacket, while shouting slogans in support of the party's eight legislative candidates for the city. Around a thousand supporters were on hand, including former Health Minister Chen Shih-chung, who is also the honorary head of a club for President Tsai Ing-wen's supporters.
1: My feeling is that no matter who we support, Lai Qingda or Tsai ing we are a social welfare group that seeks to use our image to strengthen these individuals' political influence during times of election. Whether representing Lai or Tsai, the road ahead for this election is one in support of local governance. We want to express that together we are greater than the sum of our parts. One of our missions is for me to be elected president. Let's hit a home run in Taipei, all right? This election is about making a decision, whether to stand together with democracy or to fall to communism. It's as simple as that.
0: During his opening remarks, Lai took the opportunity to blast KMT Vice Chair Andrew Xia for attending a cross-strait forum currently being held in China. The KMT's presence at the event was tantamount to agreeing to Beijing that opposing unification equated to separatism, Lai said. Lai's campaign team also announced plans to open a new Taipei office next week which will position it to directly take on his campaign rival, New Taipei Mayor Hou Youyi. A traditional fishing method known as fire fishing has been practiced for over a century in New Taipei's Jingshan. In recent years, however, due to marine pollution, fish are disappearing. And since this kind of fishing is no longer lucrative, few are willing to do it. Realizing that the sun is setting on this unique tradition... A documentarian decided to capture it on film. His end product, the fishing fire, Light of Hope, took the top prize at the 56th Houston International Film Festival over the weekend.
1: The firemaster ignites a torch and lowers it close to the surface of the sea. The light and the hissing sounds startle the fish, causing them to jump out of the water. This is when the net is cast to capture the fish. This century-old fishing method has been passed down since the Japanese colonial period. A firemaster on the fishing boat would use the bright light of a burning torch to attract sardines. The hissing of the burning torch scares the fish and causes them to jump out of the water. However, this unique fishing method is becoming obsolete. Currently there is only one fire fishing boat left. A local filmmaker decided to make a documentary to capture this traditional practice unique to Taiwan. As a local director, I feel that I need to record these images before fire-fishing disappears. According to Yu, it wasn't easy trying to find a firemaster. Because of marine pollution, fish are disappearing. And since this kind of fishing is no longer lucrative, few are willing to do it. But he didn't give up. His documentary, The Fishing Fire, Light of Hope, was shown at the Houston International Film Festival before taking the highest honor of the Remy Platinum Award. This special aspect of the culture of Jingshan can now be seen by
0: the whole world. I feel very proud and very happy. In recent years, we have tried to integrate tourism as part of our transformation, and now we have made some gains. We invite people to come and learn about sulfuric fire-fishing and other attractions in Jingshan. In the last couple of years, we have come to realize that due to changes in the climate and the environment, fire-fishing has gradually declined. I think that cultural assets must rely on the
1: assistance of various organizations. The winning documentary recorded not only the century-old practice, but also the heartfelt wishes of the firemasters. By putting the spotlight on this unique feature of Jinshan's heritage, it now allows more people to appreciate and remember this one-of-a-kind fishing method. Every year,
0: 74 tons of toys are discarded, many ending up in landfills. One taoyuan based association aims to find new uses for those discarded toys, cleaning and fixing them and giving them new homes. However, new toys, new toy waste can only be truly tackled by getting at its source. And the association says families must try to cut down on buying new toys. Instead, it encourages families to exchange toys or to find creative ways to play using items that homes already have. Let's hear from the association about its efforts to reduce waste and encourage
2: sharing.
3: So, wait.
2: Volunteers screen and Separate recently donated second-hand toys. The Taiwan Toy Library Association recruits volunteers to come here to its facilities in Taoyuan's Yangmei District, where their job is to play with toys. (laughs) (laughs) However, playing with toys is not as easy as you might think. Every single button must be pressed to confirm that it functions as intended that don't move or play sounds as they should must be disassembled. Their components are removed and recycled.
1: For example, something like these screws or metal structural components. If you take these out to use in something else, they are still usable. They are intact components.
2: only toys that are tested and found to have no problems will get cleaned, packaged and sent off to social welfare organizations or to others in need.
1: At the end of the last century, Taiwan was a major producer of the world's plastic toys. However, due to kids coming from different socio-economic backgrounds, despite all the toys being made in Taiwan, lots of kids here had no toys to play with.
2: Between 2019 and 2021, Taiwan Toy Library Association found new homes for
1: 230,000 used toys. <laughs> Aside from the plastic that makes up the bulk of these toys, they also have many components inside. For example, they have screws, electrical wiring, and batteries. These used batteries are a serious source of environmental pollution.
3: You have to look at the picture on the package to see if it matches up. If it's missing a part like this figure, you just replace it. The worst is puzzles. No matter how many pieces they come with, you have to count them all. I'm always afraid I'll get one with 1,000 pieces, and then when I'm done counting, there are only 999 pieces there.
2: A puzzle with a missing piece is useless, but that's not true of all toys. Some can have missing pieces or broken parts and still be brought back from the dead. To make the most of the toys in its inventory, the toy library relies on the help of the toy doctor. He picks up a toy and inspects it, making his diagnosis. Since 2016, Fong Bao An has volunteered at the toy library, helping it repair broken toys. Despite his extensive experience, every time Fong takes a toy apart, he finds something new. After removing 10 screws and prying apart some plastic latches, Fong removes the toy's outer shell. Buried inside, he finds a rusted battery contact.
1: Lots of kids tend to leave batteries in their toys for a long time. Due to the humidity, the batteries become corroded and then they leak. If it just leaks onto the battery contact, like you saw just now, then the toy can still be saved. However, if it leaks onto the circuit board and corrodes the whole thing, then you can't save it.
2: If Phone concludes that a toy is beyond repair, no problem. There is still another option to give new life to the broken toy. Today, the Toy Library is visiting the Tongan community in Taoyuan. Their plan for the day is to help this group of older adults create some unconventional art. (laughs) 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 Through the art classes, these older men and women have an opportunity to express their imagination using parts from discarded toys to make new creations. However, the first step is to take the toys apart. (inaudible) (inaudible) Holding screwdrivers in one hand and toys in the other, they remove screws, snip electrical wires and take out battery contacts. However, the process isn't always so smooth.
3: I just removed one screw that was hidden deep inside the toy, a really small screw. It was such a hard screw to find. Then after all that, I ended up stripping the screw. No matter how much I turned the screwdriver, it wouldn't come out. It was really annoying.
2: The toy components, having been removed with great effort, are stuck onto boards. The budding artists then use markers to add to their creations, each making a unique artwork of
3: their own. <laughs> 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 Whenever the class is over, many of the older men and women who participate will ask when we'll do it again. We're living in an aging society now, and many of these older adults are more than willing to come out and do stuff. This is a very good thing.
1: Lots of older generation people, people like myself, didn't have toys when they were kids. Having this opportunity now to come in contact with so many toys makes us really happy. Toys can be fun for anyone, from newborns up to centenarians. It's
2: our hope that for people of any age, these toys can bring them joy. The toy library's art classes in Tong Tongan community are always filled up. However, no matter how popular the classes are, the library is still left with remaining toys.
1: 74 tons of discarded plastic toys per year is a scary thing. That's why we hope that aside from recycling used toys, we can reduce the number of toys that are discarded
2: to begin with. Reducing the number of toys that are discarded means first convincing parents and children to buy less toys. Common everyday items like popsicle sticks, rubber bands and plastic bottle caps are handed out to a group of children, one allotment per child. (laughs) With fingers not quite as nimble as those of the volunteer instructor, the children try their best to keep up with the instructions. With the help of their parents, their popsicle trebuchets slowly take shape.
3: If you want to do something on your own, you can make something with the stuff you already have at home. This can bring parents and kids closer together. And parents can avoid wasting money and resources buying these toys.
2: The association says it hopes to encourage families to use the resources they already have as well as to bring in used toys to exchange for others. This way, kids can have fresh play experiences and the lifespan of toys can be extended. They want to reduce waste from toys at the source.
3: I find that true happiness comes not from getting things, but from sharing things and from spending time with others.
2: Taiwan Toy Library Association's toys are used but they are every bit as fun to play with as new toys. Sharing and reusing toys means sharing happiness, and it means a cleaner environment and more resources for future generations.
0: Summer is here, and the weather is heating up, even approaching 35 degrees in Taipei and New Taipei on Sunday. Now that drought is no longer a threat in northern Taiwan, children's splash parks in New Taipei have reopened. The splash pads in Shindian Sunshine Sports Park, Seager's Interstellar Park and Xizhong's Wen Zai Di Wetland Park all began operating on Sunday, inspiring parents to bring their children to play in the water and beat the heat. Water pours down as children scream in excitement. Some grab water guns and take their positions ready for a water fight. Others dash into water columns, shielding their eyes from the rushing water. It's been a year since the city's water parks were last opened, and these kids are hardly able to contain their excitement.